Good morning, this is James, and you're listening to The Morning Show on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello, and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Wednesday, June 14th. On today's show... I understand some of their concerns, but it may be from not truly understanding the situation. And those parents, I think, need to dig deeper into it to get a better understanding. Tanchamar Councillor Michael Tower gave notice on Tuesday that he will be asking the rest of council to support a call for the reinstatement of Policy 713. We'll hear more from Tower coming up later, but first, some more highlights from Tuesday's Tanchamar Council meeting. Council voted unanimously last night to proceed with an application to change the Sackville zoning bylaw to allow new drive through restaurants in highway commercial zones near Sackville's two main highway exits. The decision came with no questions or comments from councillors. A public hearing on the matter is now slated for Council's July 25th Committee of the Whole meeting. The application for the change comes from Rashid Tufail, the owner of the former Pizza Delight building on Mallard Drive, which has been vacant since the last owners closed up shop in mid-2020. Tufail bought the building in July 2022, and this past April applied to have the town's zoning bylaw changed to allow for drive throughs Tufail argues that he has heard from companies that are looking for drive through capable operations. Sackville's bylaw has prohibited new drive throughs in the highway commercial zones since 2001, when the council of the day removed them as an allowable use out of concern over heavy traffic at exit 504, where there are currently three active drive throughs Tanchamark Council has delayed a series of appointments to the town's Climate Change Advisory Committee after one councillor pointed out discrepancies between the length of the appointments and the committee's terms of reference. Councillor Matt Estabrooks asked to send the motion to appoint Sabina Dietz, Dan Matthews and Miko McGregor-Corson back to staff for corrections. Though Councillor Josh Gauguin, who sits on the advisory committee, and Councillor Mike Tower voted against, the rest of council agreed with Esther Brooks, and so the appointments did not go ahead. Dietz is head of Climb Atlantic and a former Sackville town councillor. She also ran against Esther Brooks for his Ward 4 seat on Tantramark Council last year. Matthews is a longtime Dorchester volunteer and head of Dorchester's Emergency Measures Organization. McGregor Corson is an environmental studies student and organizer with Devest Mounet. The three would have been appointed to serve on the advisory committee for one and a half and two and a half year terms. Estabrook's objections weren't limited to the fine print on the length of the new committee members' appointments. He also took issue with how Dietz, Matthews, and McGregor Corson were chosen and asked to have the process for their selection documented and submitted to council. I have been approached by some very environmentally conscious and concerned constituents who were disappointed to discover publicly during the May 23rd Committee of the Whole meeting that replacement individuals to fill these CCAC uh, resignation spots had already been selected by the committee. They feel a public call of interest should gone out across Tanchmer prior to these recommendations coming forward. While researching this uh, for them, I discovered that there's not a recruitment process in our current CCAC terms of reference, but I would recommend that one be added upon the next review. 
The town of Tanchamar inherited four advisory committees from the former town of Sackville, including a sports wall, arts wall, waterfowl park, and climate change committees. And it seems that public calls for participation on those committees are not the norm. Tuesday's meeting actually included a unanimous approval by council to extend the terms of four members of the Sports Wall of Fame Board of Directors without any public call and despite the fact that the terms of reference for the board indicate just three members at large. Estabrook's final issue with the Climate Change Advisory Committee was over what he sees as a potential for conflict of interest among many of its members. The terms of reference for the committee say it will draw its membership from local conservation groups, but Estabrooks says that could be a conflict. I feel that given that the CCAC uh, is an official committee of council comprised of members appointed by council, with its purpose being to make recommendations to council, then its members should be selected with due diligence to avoid any potential or perceived conflicts of interest. In my opinion, it could be interpreted as a potential conflict of interest if any appointed member of the CCAC committee or someone connected to them as per conflict of interest policies actively works or earns a living in the environmental and climate change adaptation and mitigation sector. To illustrate his point, Esther Brooks proposed a hypothetical paving advisory committee and asked councillors if it would be a conflict of interest to appoint local contractors to sit on such a committee. I realize it seems a blatantly simple example, but it effectively illustrates just where my concern lies with some of the current CCAC members and some of the new recommended members. Yes, in my example, both companies are private corporations, which is different from non-profit group, but the fact remains that the individuals still draw a paycheck from the organization they work for, non-profit based or not. The Climate Change Advisory Committee sends recommendations to Council, though is not authorized to, to, to disperse funds or allocate resources. But Estabrooks feels the potential for a conflict exists and wants to exclude anyone working in the climate field from the advisory committee. The move would eliminate his former council seat rival Sabina Dietz from a proposed proposed appointment and would also require the resignation of Vice Chair Adam Cheeseman, Director of Conservation at Nature NB. Estabrooks told council he sees a place for the likes of Dietz and Cheeseman in the more arm's-length Mayor's Roundtable on Climate Change, a larger group that meets regularly with the CCAC. I would suggest that appointed members of the CCAC not be individuals who make a living working in the areas of climate change, adaptation, and mitigation for their own protection as well as ours. Their expertise in these fields would be much better utilized and they would be better insulated from COI concerns, conflict of interest concerns, if they were used as armed length resources for the CCAC to draw on, i.e. members of the Mayor's Roundtable on Climate Change, and not be officially appointed members of the Climate Change Advisory Committee. That's Councillor Matt Estabrooks speaking at Tuesday's council meeting. Estabrooks moved to send back a council motion to appoint three new members to the town's Climate Change Advisory Committee, and his motion passed five votes to two. Estabrooks did not put forward any of his other objections as formal motions. June is Pride Month in Tanjamar, and Mayor Andrew Black made it official at last night's council meeting. Therefore, I, Andrew Black, Mayor of Tanchamar, do hereby proclaim June as Pride Month and encourage all residents, regardless of sexual orientation, to celebrate together in recognition of the rainbow of diversity with which our 2SLGBTQ plus community contributes to Tanchamar. That's Tanchamar Mayor Andrew Black officially proclaiming Pride Month in Tanchamar. 
The town is hosting a small number of pride activities in June, including a pride picnic this evening at Bill Johnstone Memorial Park from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. The mayor wasn't the only person around the council table filled with the pride spirit on Tuesday night. Councillor Michael Tower chimed in near the end of the meeting to give notice of a motion he intends to bring at council's next regular meeting, asking them to sign a letter of support for the reinstatement of Policy 713, which allows for the protection of LGBTQ plus kids in the school system. CHMA caught up with Tower after the meeting. What, what will your motion ask for and, and also what inspired you to, to make, you know, to put it forward? Well, I, I think the motion is going to ask the government to backtrack on all the changes they've made to 713, put it back to what it was, and find ways to even enhance it, to strengthen protection. Uh, I've, I personally feel that the Premier and Hogan both don't have a great understanding of what it is and how it's affecting the youth. And, of course, I have a personal connection to it where I have a grandchild who is non-binary. And, uh, and I think it's proper to support this and the inclusion and protection for all the children that are out there. And that's why I think we should be doing it. Okay. Um, have you heard, you know, you have a, a personal connection. Have you also heard from constituents a bit about, do you get a sense of what people are thinking? I've heard from three by emails uh, asking for a statement of some type to uh, support the idea of reversing the changes. And I'm hoping that Megan Mitten has, when her motion comes forward, the government will have more ministers step up and support the idea Let's change that back and, and then go out and get more con- conversation with the people, not the ones who speak what they want to hear, but the ones who were ignored and the experts. And uh, this government is not following that. Uh, and I think that's what Daniel Lyle was talking about, that uh, the transparency is not there. So I think they have to find a way to get back. Um. Now, the, the reasoning behind, uh, you know, so, some of the changes has to do with this idea of parents' rights. Uh, so the parent has a right to know uh, if, if a child is disclosing some, you know, requests at school. Um, you mentioned you have personal experience with this. Do, does that message of parental rights resonate with you at all? Or do you, do you think, you know, what are your thoughts on that, that line of thought there? Well, I think that uh, parents need to find ways to open the conversation with their children. Uh, If they're going to school and making this change, that means the communication isn't there with their their parents. And whether it's resistance from the parents to accept certain things, but uh, I think there has to be a conversation deeper with the children and the parents. I understand some of their concerns, but it may be from not truly understanding the situation. And those parents, I think, need to dig deeper into it to get a better understanding. That's Tantramar Councillor Mike Tower speaking after Tuesday's council meeting. Tower gave notice of a motion calling on council to write a letter of support for the reinstatement of Policy 713, the Department of Education's regulation meant to protect LGBTQ plus children in the school system. One Sackville parent is calling on people to come out to tonight's Pride picnic in downtown Sackville to show their support for the reinstatement of Policy 713. The picnic starts at 5.30 p.m. in Bill Johnstone Memorial Park. 
That's it for Tanshamar Report for this Wednesday, June 14th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the local journalism initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Cafe, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today, sunny. Experience an exciting and fun field weekend at the Greater Moncton Highland Games and Scottish Festival from June 13th to 17th. This festival will feature solo piping and drumming competitions, highland dancing, maritime sword school single stick, certain run, a variety of food vendors, and so much more. Most events will take place at the Halberd Sportsplex in Moncton at 250 Assumption Boulevard. For more information, visit www.monctonhighlandgames.com. The circus is coming to town. The Great Benjamin Circus will be stopping in Sackville at the Tantramar Civic Centre on Sunday, June 25th at 4.30pm. This is sure to be a whole lot of family fun with high-flying aerial acts, gravity-defying jugglers, thrilling globe of death, stunning acrobats, hilarious clowns, and much more. For more information and to buy your tickets online, visit www.greatbenjaminscircus.com. That is greatbenjaminscircus.com. Uh, yes, the circus is coming to town. Uh, welcome back to the morning show. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. I'm your host, Craig. I'm taking you from now, 9.14 to 10 o'clock. And yeah, we're just going to have a great, great time. Uh, you can catch me again tomorrow at seven from 7.30 to 10 a.m. So yeah, I'll be here. I'm taking you through this time, this uh, 40, 45 minutes, you know, of my lovely tracks uh tracks that i enjoy so yeah um let's start off with uh, a million ways by tanika charles that's coming up next <laughs>
everyone. My name is Melinda, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And we just listened to A Million Ways by Tanika Charles. What a lovely song that we had there. Uh, but coming up, coming up, we have something. Um, we have Prayers for You by Shan Aberdeen. So yes, Prayers for You by Shan Aberdeen is coming up next. <laughs>
But I still want you to be mine Maybe we could take this slow Maybe we should draw the line Maybe we should take some time but stay Together till I'm ready Campbell 
carriage factory in Sackville is one of the two remaining carriage factories in all of North America. With over 6,000 artifacts, this factory site at 19 Church Street is one of Sackville's main historical attractions. Celebrate the grain opening of the Campbell Carriage Factory on Sunday, June 18th from 12pm to 5pm. Stop in to enjoy a barbecue, games, blacksmithing demonstration, plant sale, tours to the museum and much much more bring your dad for a father's day afternoon and check out the brand new carriage shed food is by donation for more information visit www.tentramaheritage.ca that's www.tentramaheritage.ca or call 506-536-2541 that's 506-536-2541 and then uh one more uh we i if you are a classic car enthusiast Roll in your sweet classic ride or admire some beauties from the past at the old-fashioned Friday Night Cruise on Friday, June 23rd from 6 to 9 p.m. in Sackville. Main Street will be shut down from York Street to Wellington Street to welcome dozens of classic cars to town. There will be live music from Jerry Jerry LeBlanc, a charity barbecue will be there, and a plenty of nostalgia. There will also be some environmentally friendly electric vehicles to check out as well. For more information on this event, visit the Town of Chantramar's Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash NB or visit the town's website at sackville.com. So, yeah, those are some things that are happening here in Sackville. Uh, yeah, so enough of me blabbering and going on uh coming up is a uh, 444 by justin uh, justin nozuka yes that's justin nozuka coming up time and time when i'm with you it's like a throwback like a child the whole world opens like a Talking tonight, putting your hand in mine. Damn it, I love your mind. Take it like it's a sign. Keep seeing far, far, far. On the right path for sure. Give it to the side. 